Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. Hey guys, Paul from Rare Drop here. Just wanted to give you guys a quick update because we've officially launched our Rare Drop Roleplay brand with three separate campaigns for you to enjoy. It all starts on Tuesdays with Rare Drop Roleplay Reckoning Hour, hosted by Captain Robert and crew. On Wednesdays, our roleplay adventures continue as T-Rex hosts Rare Drop's Bizarre Adventure. And then we cap the week off with our third roleplay campaign on Sundays, Ancient Relics and Hokey Religions, hosted by our friends at J&J Tabletop. We hope to see you this week for some amazing fun and creative storytelling and don't forget to check out the website for the latest content merch and updates on all things rare drop hope to see you soon tim we don't have intro music for this so can i do it myself sure all right you ready i'm not done yet we should get you a didgeridoo. Oh my god, I would love a didgeridoo. I hear they're very difficult to play. Mm. All right, the clock's the clock has been hit. Okay, do it, do folks. This is this is the this is the what do you, you would call it like the Mandalorian minute or something? Yeah, no, the Mando minute. Mando minute, even though it's ten minutes, it's should, the Mando should we minute. Restart it and or just go no. with it. No, we're dude, this is it. This is the show, Tim. Oh, we're, okay, we're, all right. Hey, we're hey, everybody, welcome to the Mando minute. <laughs> It's your We're it's your favorite two Star Wars drunks that, that talk about Star Wars and drink scotch. Uh, hey, it's so, me, Tim, and it's Kevin. Did you drink scotch while you watched it at 6.30 this no, morning? No, no. I was coming off my pre-workout. All right, quick. Out of the gate. Um, what do you give this episode on a scale of 1 to 10? 10. 10? Oh, ten. my God. I'd it say 8.5. It, it had everything. It had everything. It was. Uh, it, it definitely continued the, the video game narrative that we have. Yes. Uh, oh, oh, Okay. There's there's another really cool tie-in. You remember that book that I showed off on on stream? There's yeah, a tie-in the to this the episode. One? The Sith one? No, the other one. The the myths Which, and myths and legends. There's a tie-in. The myths and legend one. What's yeah. the tie-in? I'll tell you when we get to that part. Oh oh, just tell me now. Oh, Go, so quick. so so the uh, the crate. The crate dragon. The crate is from the myths and legends. Do you know what game that's from? Yeah, 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 I know. But there, but so the but the actual like the crate like the lore and stuff behind it is in the book. It's really I, I it's on Wikipedia. Do you understand how hard I crumbed when they pulled the pearl out? Dude, that was so good. Because you know what the per- the pearl is like the most expensive thing in Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. He took that straight from the game. Yeah. So the really head good. of the cr- the head of the crate dragon looks exactly like it does in the game, but it's not a snake. It's literally a dragon with well, feet. N- so th- yeah, so a lot of that dragon was still under the sand. Was that the? Is that how it stood up at that one point? Yeah, there's a part. There's the a venom? part where it comes out of the out of the mountain and like it's. I think they did a really cool job with. Uh, we just jumped right awesome. ahead, uh, but they did a great job Who of cares? like just keeping that like very like smog esque feel with him, uh, or it. Um, whereas like you knew it was there and you knew what it was at the same time, it's still very mysterious. And I, I thought that was really really well done. 
when they said Tatooine in the beginning, did you just jump up and go, Cobb Vance? Yes, exactly. That's like, I was like, so, so I, I, honest to God, I wish I would have, um, I wish that I would have like recorded myself as I, as I was watching it because no shit. I said, can I curse on this? We curse on the show. So Perfect. Yeah. I said, God damn it. They're already introducing Cobb Vance. <laughs> as soon as they said that, I knew exactly what was happening. I got major season one vibes of introduce Cobb Vance so he can come help later at the whatever the. Oh, no, it's exactly what they're the doing. He's is. building up his new crew because we've lost IG 88 um, and we've lost Kawil. So we've got to like replace the, the band's got to get replaced. And so there's new members that are going to be coming in. So Cobb Vance, I feel like for sure we'll see him again, just like we saw uh, Kawil and we saw Lo- Cara Dune. Loved Timothy Oliphant, by the way, as Cobb Vance. I think he yeah, he pulled it off. It. He did really, really well. He definitely had that like the the entire the entire vibe through the whole thing. As soon as he lands on, as soon as he gets out of Mos Eisley, it was it was a western. Even even the way that it yes. went from when they changed the formatting of the move of the actual episode. It goes from widescreen to, or it goes from letterbox to widescreen or full screen. Um, it just, it gave you that like old Western the struggle TV between, show. The struggle between the colonists and the sand people is very Cowboys and Native it's very Americans Cowboys, too. Native American. They yeah. come together. I got like um, the part where they're sitting around the campfire and he's eating the, or they're like, he's like talking to him. I was like. Dances with wolves? What the hell? Oh, I, I didn't even yeah. think of Oh, yeah, dude. I got, I got uh, like, Dances with Wolf vibes on that one. Um, they did just a really good job. I, I don't know who the director was. We can talk more about this on Monday. Um, but whoever directed this did an amazing job of just encapsulating that, like, old-school John Wayne uh, Western. Um, yep. Where just, like, even, like, when him coming in the speeder bike, and it's just, like, it almost sounds like a Harley. It's like, and he's kind of just, like, just slowly going through town. That um, reminded me of when they used to like, like ride through the new town. No, that's in exactly the what it was. It was it was the horse the, it was just the, like clops. Yeah, around. it's the newcomer coming into town. Nobody, he's the stranger, right? Nobody knows who he is, and so he's slowly coming in on his horse. But in this time, it's Mando coming in on his on his speeder bike. Um, John but, Favreau was the director for oh, this. Oh, John one. Favreau does. He did an amazing yep. job. Like he just nailed that. And he, and, and he talked about it in behind scenes where he like that that was his inspiration for Mando was old John Wayne westerns. And old samurai movies, and so I'm excited to see if he's if he if he completely directed this in the st- in the in the frame of western. I feel like he's going to direct one of the episodes in the frame of a old school samurai movie, and that is going to be really neat. Ooh, ooh! Did you see that? Um, we'll talk about that on Monday. Um, there was a there was another leak of a thing, and but that's for Monday. We're talking yeah, about yeah, yeah. right now. Uh, the introduction to a deeper look at the culture of the sand people. Like we thought we got the glimpse in season one. This was, we went in. Yeah. It really humanized the, the Tuscan Raiders, um, changed our whole perception of them. Yeah. They come across as just people who are just, they're just indigenous people. Right. I mean, they, they are kind of like, they were definitely in the scope of like what would be a native American, when Din, when the settlers, settlers came over, Din describes them. He says they are they are tough and ruthless, yeah. and violent. But they also live in the in the Dune Sea, which is tough, right, and which ruthless is really and rough. Violent. But I also like how like they only like pressured and made violence when they were antagonized. Um, you know, and it seems like they are very trustworthy people when you make friends with them. Like, look how like like uh, 
Din Jaren comes in and he's not he's not aggressive at all. He talks it out. And the same people love him for it. They accept him. Um, the fire by the campsite. Oh, dude, that was the all good. Like the sign language and them talking. It was just like it, it's very. It really did humanize these creatures that have always been set almost like a uh, an antagonist um, did, uh, on Tatooine. It's it's very interesting. Did you think the mining operation was Circa Corp? Do you know who Circa Corp is? No, I explain. Circa Corp is think. Um, what well, could be a good comparison? They're like a, a mega corporation in the galaxy. I don't know if they're canon, and I don't know when they would have disbanded. Interesting. Um, but yeah, they, I mean, like they, they, well, they, they must have been already established on Tatooine because he. I mean, it was like no later than a few hours after Death Star Two blows up, Empire pulls out because they're chilling on the outer rim and they have to get back um, yeah, away um, from that and, and meet back up and go fight on uh, uh, Jakku. But uh, they either drew inspiration from Circa Corp or there's some sort of offshoot of Circa Corp. I'm Interesting. 100% I, I, I wonder, in I wonder if it's, um, I, w- I wonder what they're mining. I wonder if they are like moisture farmers or like, are they, are there, are there like precious material in, underneath the sand? In the non-canon stuff, they are looking for precious materials in uh. the sand and they stumble upon Ricotta, who would be comparable to Zepho now. Um, Interesting ancient ricotta stuff uh-huh. and then in the game you're also they also bump into a crate dragon who kicks them out of the area and then you have to go kill the crate dragon and you get the pearl and you can sell the pearl for buttloads of money mm-hmm. which is why this whole episode to me felt like a side quest in the old republic that's cool that's that was the vibe i got the whole entire time you know multiple uh you got a fake mandalorian a real mandalorian out in the i love sea. i love that it when was, <laughs> When 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 Din gets in into the bar and and he meets he meets uh Cab Van uh he oh man um when he meets him for the first time um and he's just like are we gonna do this and I was like are, is he really gonna kill him right here is this is this all we get is two minutes <laughs> of, of Cobb Van and that's it um so I'm really glad they worked it out but like that whole setting of like even like the shot of 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 Cab Van in his his hand near his blaster. It, it looked like they were having a draw. Like it it looked like that Western, just like they're just going to duke it out right here with their blasters. I loved how poorly the armor fit him too. I thought that was, Oh, the that way was, that it like it sat on his head and you could see his yeah. chin and stuff. It looked like he was wearing a child's helmet. Yeah. Yeah. It did. It, it did not fit him snug. Like it did. Uh, mm-hmm. Boba Fett. All right. No, last I, minute of yeah. the Mando minute. Go. What, what else do you want to tell? That's the not, that's not Monday? Boba Fett. He, he's de- <laughs> that's not Boba Fett. That's definitely a clone trooper. That is an old clone trooper. I guarantee you that is an old clone trooper. There is I'm no, with- there is absolutely no way in hell that that is Boba Fett. I agree with you. I'm with you because you want to know why? Go for because it. Because they specifically said they found the um, armor out in the middle of the dune sea. Didn't they say by a Sarlacc pit? Yeah. 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 Um, so no, nah, he did. And, and that we is, saw what killed a, a Sarlacc. So yeah, the freaking crate <laughs> dragon ate the Sarlacc, which is nuts. That was such a great line. It was so good. And when the, when the crate dragon ate the sand person, oh my instead, gosh. Of the <laughs> instead of the Bantha, that's just like staying there. I'm like, well, I'm good. <laughs> it was so good. So good. All right. Well, we're going to talk more about this on Monday for uh, chapter nine. I love that the chapters are con- continuing to for this. Uh, but Tim and I oh, ignore that noise. Uh, 
Tim and I will be back on Monday. Uh, what day is that? November 2nd at 7 p.m. Eastern on twitch.tv slash raredrop and fb.gg slash raredropco uh, to fully discuss the episode for at least an hour. I have a feeling we'll go longer, but uh, cool. Most likely. Thanks for uh, hanging out with us for the Mando Minute, and we'll see you Monday. Bye. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.